My eyes stinging with sweat, my gaze flittered back and forth between the still blazing Humvee and the men standing around me. For a moment, I didn't know what to do. Moments earlier, I had just been a Marine Lance Corporal, only slightly higher ranking than a private, riding in the vehicle commander seat of a Humvee, three trucks back from the front of a vehicle-mounted mission to aid a platoon of Marines stuck in the mud in a dangerous area, outside of Fallujah, Iraq. Now, two weeks into my first combat deployment, I was kneeling over the dead body of a friend. Lance Corporal Blake Howie, unsure of what the next move was. When the first truck had struck the roadside bomb, I thought it was just a blown engine. The brief flash of light didn't register, and my body couldn't quite feel the concussive blast of the explosion through the thick steel armor of my vehicle. It wasn't long, however, before the chaos consumed us. I'd grabbed my rifle and stepped out of my Humvee, and as I sprinted forward toward the now-burning vehicle, I passed my squad leader, Sergeant Rosenberger. Sergeant Rosenberger had been in the truck that was hit, and his leg was bleeding from a massive piece of shrapnel as a result. Calm, cool, and collected, Sergeant Rosenberger asked me for a radio. Rose, you're hit, I'd exclaimed, looking at his leg. Wood, just give me a friggin' radio, he'd replied, attempting not to put any weight on his bloodied limb. I'd pointed Sergeant Rosenberger toward my truck and explained that we had a PRC-119 radio up and running next to the seat I had just left. And with that, Rosenberger stomped away. Moments later, I would run across a burning bridge toward the blazing Humvee, dodging pools of burning fuel along the way. That's how I found myself kneeling in a puddle of blood over the body of a deceased friend, dragged there moments earlier by two other wounded and dazed Marines. By this time, Doc Campanelli was by Howie's side, gingerly checking for signs of life. Soon after, Corporal Williams came across the bridge from the second truck, just as it became entirely engulfed in raging flames. We were now cut off from the rest of our squad, alone. Suddenly, my instincts kicked in. We were vulnerable. We were cut off. We had no radios, and a wide canal separated us from the rest of the unit. Looking around, I saw a situation that desperately needed leadership, yet no one was taking charge. Sensing the void left by Sergeant Rosenberger, I stood up. Hey, Payne, grab security down that way, watch for a follow-on attack, I said, pointing down the road we'd been on. Latcher, move thirty feet that way and protect the flank. I looked at Corporal Williams, technically the highest-ranking Marine on site, and saw uncertainty. I saw hesitation. This was his second deployment, and he outranked me. Yet I sensed that he wasn't prepared to lead, right at that critical moment when we needed a leader in the worst way. That's when I knew I had to take command. 